Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hi, guys. Hi. This is Goop Yourself, the podcast where we talk about everything goop. I'm Brian Rucker. I'm Maggie Hewitt. And we're back for a second edition of Goop Yourself this week. I know, two in one week. See, it all comes around full circle. We miss a lot, and now you get to Yeah, because we have nothing to do now. We've got so. nothing else going on. <laughs> um, but, oh, and this newsletter. It was, like, honestly the worst thing that's ever happened to me. It was, first of all, there was no Monday newsletter, which no. I don't know if, like, they're taking summer vacation off or if this is a new thing where they're just going to have one newsletter. They must be taking some time off because this was just like the lowest they could possibly have gone yeah so there like there was no there was very little new material and then all the stuff that they did have was what are their names barry and phil Phil. barry and phil it was a tools issue the tools so barry and phil are these two fucked up psychiatrists that work together i don't know i mean we don't know what their relationship they're very old one of them is very jewish and the other one is very goyish uh they sort of put their arms around each other when they are interviewed. Uh, there seems to be a lot of sexual chemistry. And then, I don't know what's we going on. We don't know. We don't know. That part wasn't explained to us. All we know is they laid out their tools, the anger tool, this tool, that tool. They're like I, they're like spiritual psychiatrists. Yeah, so they, their big thing, I guess, in the 70s when they started practicing psychology, everything was about like digging into your past and how your parents treated you or whatever. And Phil, the Jewish one, decided that that was not correct and that uh, he devised the tools, which I guess give you more autonomy and more power um, and is about like doing stuff proactively going forward to make your life better, basically. Yeah, it's like all these like weird like tricks you play in your mind. We've like talked about them before because they're all stupid. It's like always like you know you visualize like this was the one like the last one i talked about was like about being more selfish how it's like good to be selfish and you're supposed right. to like, visualize the universe standing up and clapping when you say like i demand whatever i want yeah uh and they 
I don't know. I, I, their, their articles always, I just sort of glaze over. They're pretty boring to me. But I, They're so boring, and then I just always go to whatever the tool is, and then I'm like, oh, yeah. I see, this is insanity, and then I move on. But now that there was like actual video of them being interviewed, and I see how goofy they look, I actually am into it more, because they're so, they're so insane looking. Yeah, and like it makes sense that they're these like weird old 70s guys, but I thought that they were going to be like... 30 years old and like have long hair and like yeah like surfer beach. bro type of That's people what I was ready but for. no they're old they're like if you ever watch uh the kroll show or oh hello uh with uh george st Giglin and uh gil Faison, yeah yeah they're like them or if you watch grace and frankie they're sort of like the gay couple on that yeah martin sheen and sam waterston yes it's a lot it has that total vibe except for like they're way more comfortable with each other than sam oh there's martin. so much more sexual t- chemistry between these two than than sam and uh martin sam, they do on grace and frankie they do all their relationship scenes like they're gonna turn to the camera and be like can you believe it it's like, like ni- it's like 90s style gay blocking it's insane we're like maybe they'll kiss on the cheek like yeah and then it's like and you know they think like they both or deserve like an oscar for like every yes their bravery they yeah they're so brave uh, I love that show. It's insane. Um, also recommended by Goop. Oh, yeah. But uh, there's something that I want to talk about that doesn't have to do with the newsletter. I know what it is. Guys, I started fasting. I and, did, too. Oh, you did, too? Yeah. Oh, so we're doing the 5 I didn't know you did diet. it, too. Yeah. Yeah. So we decided on the last episode that we were going to do the 5 yeah. diet. And uh, if you don't know, it's basically you eat normally for five days, and then you have, if you're a woman, have 500 calories uh, and if you're a man, have 600 calories twice a week. Yeah. Okay. This is, and it's like a huge deal for us. Guys. Yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah. Cause I'm like constantly hungry all the time. So I'm just proud of myself that I even did it for one day. Uh, well, okay. So you start what, like, let's go through your day. Okay. From start to finish. Day. Okay. So as I said, I slept for like a, most of the That's time. probably really helpful when you're fasting. It's just to sleep as long as possible. Definitely super helpful. So yesterday I woke up and I was like, oh God, I overslept. What time could it possibly be? I bet you it's like 11 o'clock. And then Brian came in and I was like, what time is it? And he was like, it's one. So that was, that was bad. And I was like, okay, well that's bad. But then the good thing is I slept through all my fast day. Yeah. So I like got up. I went to go like do some errands. I got a coffee. I got a Starbucks um americano with no sugar out of vanilla which is like five calories or something okay and i like what i'm kidding <laughs> and i like went through that i like kind of basically like sucked on that all day then about four o'clock i had um like a big thing of watermelon that i got from gelson's and i put um that like you know that like salt it's like i don't like tape i don't know what it's called oh it's, like, tahine tahine yeah, yeah, yeah. I put, like tahine and some lime on it yeah it's like a salty sour spicy thing it's really good that you it's, put on fruit it's really yeah. good on watermelon um so i i did that and then i had um a little bit after that i had a rice cake with some almond butter okay and then for dinner, I made this stuff from Trader Joe's called soy katash. It's like succotash, but instead of lima beans, it's edamame. Oh, yeah. So with it's, protein. Yeah, it's yeah. really good. It's like corn, edamame, and like a little bit of like bell pepper. You just get it like frozen. So I just like microwave or like boiled that and I made it and I ate it over a couple of fried polenta cakes. Yum. And you were pretty like you were counting calories the whole time. Yeah, so you... I was actually under. Wow. Yeah. That sounds good. I I think I might have gone a little over. I don't I don't really know. So I unlike you, I'm 
I wish I was able to sleep in. It's hard for me. So I was. Oh, you would like to sleep till one p.m. Well, that's a little crazy, but like I would love to be able to sleep till like nine Sometimes if I wanted to. Sometimes it happens, and you sleep till one. I wish. Um. So I was up, you know, like six thirty-seven my normal time, and oh, and I had, I knew I was. So the night before, I was sort of preparing both by cooking things and like eating a lot because I knew I was. So I'd be a little bit less hungry the okay. night before. Well, I didn't. I didn't go crazy, but the night before. I basically made, I had like um, my busy boy rotisserie chicken. Okay. So I took a chicken breast, uh, mixed it with like vegan mayonnaise and a bunch of walnuts, made like a basically a chicken salad, uh-huh. put it open face on two slices of Ezekiel bread, um, had a ton of popcorn and a big glass of Chardonnay. This is all before. This was before. This was to get ready. Okay. Yeah. This was to prepare. For, your for prepare. Yeah. So it was like, I was pretty full when I went to bed that night. Uh you know, just as like a baseline because I was stressing out. Okay. Oh, and then I also, meanwhile, because I knew I was going to be so hungry, I probably wasn't going to be able to cook the next day. So I also roasted a bunch of zucchini and just did like spray olive oil on it instead of real olive oil. I love that spray um, olive oil. And, and I steamed some red kale and just added like lemon juice and vinegar, like no added oil or whatever to that. So that was, I didn't eat that the night before. That was for the fast day. I put it aside. Okay. So then I get up early. Uh... And did oh I wasn't super hungry when I woke up because I had a pretty big dinner the night before so I took my normal walk uh, and then I got home and so about nine o'clock in the morning I had my first meal which was just two um, eggs scrambled in one teaspoon of olive oil and then on a big pie like half of the kale and zucchini I roasted from the night before mm-hmm. um, oh and then like one tablespoon of feta cheese mm. um, so like half a serving of feta cheese. And then I had I saw I had a pluot in my fruit dish that was about to go bad. So I was like, I have to eat it. <laughs> and then I ate it and then I looked it up and there was 80 calories in one oh. pluot. So I was like, ooh, I might go over. So I was like, whatever. First day, you know. All right. What yeah, I'm not gonna count that. Okay, fine. Uh so then I didn't eat for twelve hours. Uh, oh, in the afternoon I made the other protein I was gonna have that night, which was basically like uh, turkey meatballs with no breadcrumbs or whatever. So just ground turkey. Was it the GP? <clears throat> it wasn't as complicated as that. Like it was sort of based on her yeah. recipe, but it was basically just a pound of ground turkey. I obviously didn't eat the whole pound. Uh, mixed with one egg. And then I had like, I mixed an onion, a bunch of garlic. I had some like jalapeno peppers. So I added that. So just mm-hmm. to make it, and then this like Italian seasoning blend. So it's similar, just different seasoning. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like Italian style I meatballs. Love- just a quick sidebar. I'm so yeah. sorry. I no, love no. those Moroccan turkey meatballs. Oh, I need to make them. I made them again last week too. They're I, so good. They look really good. I want, and I also want to make. I want to make those Jessica Seinfeld vegan ones too. They're vegetarian. Or vegetarian. Oh yeah. Parmesan. Oh, that, even better. Um, so then at night, at about eight o'clock at night, I had, I weighed out the meatballs. So I had like five ounces of turkey meat, um, and then and then basically just the rest of those vegetables. Okay. That, yeah. So what do you think your count was calorie-wise? I honestly think it was between six and 700. Okay, that's good. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't above 700, but it probably was a little bit above 600. I think I was under, because I had the, um, okay, so I didn't count the Starbucks thing, but I think that was probably five or like less. I mean, it was like just iced coffee. Yeah. With the no sugar added vanilla, which is like zero calories. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, oh, I also drank a shit ton of water with lemon all day and two big cold brews. Yum. I was going to drink more cold brew, but after two, I was so jittery, I needed to stop. Mm. 
I just had the one thing. Um, then I had what else? Oh, and then the watermelon. I just counted that as a hundred. I think it was probably eighty, but I just mm-hmm. said a hundred. Then the rice cake with what's it called with almond, almond butter. butter. That like the rice cake was sixty, and then one serving, one tablespoon of almond butter is eighty. So whatever that is. Yeah. And then the polenta cakes were like sixty, and then the stuff on top of it was like ninety. All right. So I I added it up, and it was like yeah. not quite. So it was pretty pretty good, and it wasn't like I mean I feel like it got harder like later in the day. I was fading. I I honestly felt even more than hunger or physical lethargy, I felt like in a mental fog yeah. a little bit by the end of the day. But honestly, today, like today, I, I, I didn't sleep that well last night because I was hungry, my body yeah. was hungry. But I woke up today and I immediately had a big bowl of like yogurt, like pretty healthy breakfast, but more caloric, like yo- full fat yogurt with um, with fruit and a little granola and stuff. And, and after I ate that, I felt so good and I still feel really good right now. Yeah. I still uh, haven't eaten anything. Really? Yeah. That's great. Oh, yeah, because you just got up. Because I just woke up. And <laughs> I had another late sleep. <laughs> uh, I'm going through. I'm just sleeping a lot. I'm sleeping through the days. I don't um, know. No, after I, I – and then I, I weighed myself just to see. I know that, like, you can't really tell. But before I did the fast and then after I did the fast, and I already lost one and a half pounds. Wow. But that's, that's like – I'm sure a lot of it's weight. water weight, yeah. But still, it feels good. Yeah. Um, and I got a haircut yesterday. So I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. Ready to face the world. Yeah. The world is our oyster and we're not eating it. <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, that's um, this edition of Aggie and Brian's Diet Corner, which I'm sure is really exciting. For it everyone. is exciting. Yeah. I mean, like, look, we have to cover our diet. That's true. And I feel like, I don't know. I'm like, do you think that you're going to keep it up? Like, I re- always do it. I, it was a little bit of a struggle, especially because I had to work last night. Yeah. And I think, well, it. Got, it gave me something to do. So maybe if I was sitting at home all night, I would have even been harder. Yeah. But I was feeling really rough by the end of the day. But like I said, it I legitimately feel amazing today. Hmm. And I don't know if that's a placebo effect or if it's just because I did eat this morning. Yeah. But um, even after like not sleeping that great last night, uh, I feel great. So I, I, it does make me want to continue doing this. Yeah. For sure. I just, I don't know. I feel like it was kind of doable, but also like, I don't know. I could see myself being like, oh, fuck, it's Thursday again. And yeah. Like, it does do take it. some planning to like, because I also, if I did like a rice cake, or, like I just literally need to have all my calories be protein if it's going to be 600 calories or I feel like I'll starve to death. Yeah. So I do need, I feel like... The night before for me, will ha- I'll have to t- take time and just like steam or roast a bunch of veggies and just get ready for the next day. Because I know if I don't cook before, like I'll probably cheat or like not do it right. Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's not like the easiest thing in the world to do. But um, yeah, you feel good and it's only two days a week. So as long as you can like plan your schedule accordingly, I think it's pretty doable. Yeah, it should be doable. Um, Cool. All right, so let's get into this newsletter. Oh my god, the newsletter was such a piece of shit. I I mean, there was six long articles about these stupid tool guys, and I I think three like they said three of them might have been repeats. So I I just read the first three. They I were all repeats. Were they like, all repeats? Well, I don't know. I feel like a lot of them were. Um, yeah, it was all it was all a struggle. So you guys listening should be thankful that we 
got through as much as we did. I mean, honestly, honestly Barry and Phil need to shove it. Well, I'm sick of these guys. They just should not do like one uh, subject newsletters. Like you need, you need your make, you need your do, you need your be. You yeah, need it's like I get it. It's like I can have a little Barry and Phil. Like everybody enjoys a little Barry and Phil. You know, I'd be sad if Barry and Phil were gone forever. Sure, but like. But a was, newsletter full of it. It's like, I don't need this. It was just such a blatant thing of like, we need to sell this book. Like they have a new book out. What's like, their new book out? It seems the same as their, so their new, their, I don't even know. Their old book is called The Tools and their new book is like four tools for you or something like and that. And they have one before The Tools or they have another one too, I think. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you've been alive as long as Barry and Phil have. You've, you've written a lot, you've of, written books. A lot of books <laughs> and you live on, or I guess they do live in LA. I feel like they live on the Upper West Side. I know, but they, they live in LA. Spiritually, they on the they're on the Upper yeah. West Side. Spiritually, they're all over the place. I guess so. They're a mess. They, I really just want to know what their relationship is to each other. They freak me out. They remind me of like, um, not okay. Like, did you watch The Sopranos? Yeah. Okay. Like, not the main psychiatrist, but like whenever they would go to like another weird psychiatrist, like when Meadow goes to her school counselor. Oh yeah. And or like, like the psychiatrist goes to a psychiatrist. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, but like, yeah, like Meadows is like a woman, but she's like, I think you should go study abroad. You know, Barcelona's got a really hot program. And it's like, just like those gross psychiatrists that are just like so fucked up. Um, That's what they remind me of. Totally. Like you can see they they have a lot of demons. Yeah, Um, they need tools. I mean, they need them. They got them. They made them. They made them. But it's like, how lonely would that feel if like you created your own tool? Like. Yeah, there's enough there's enough tools out there. Do you really need more? Well, it's like, I don't know, like if you were like a rabbi and somebody like died, you'd be like, I have to comfort myself with like my own knowledge. And it would probably feel isolating. A yeah. Bit. Well, and I just think like, the voc- like the vocabulary is isolating because if if other people are not totally on board with what you're talking about, which they won't be because you're insane. It's very confusing. Like the this these do seem really complicated. Like it I had to read through them several times to sort of get what they mean. I don't know. Well, I just always like kind of go through it and then I skip to the bottom and I read what the tool is and I go, okay, it's bullshit. And then that's it. Yeah. Cause they all, they all have the same sort of structure, which is like, they start off by talking about like a real problem that you might have, like what to do with like all of your anger, like what to do. Like they, they'll have like the coworker articles will be like Barry and Phil, like, what do you do when you hate your coworker yeah. or whatever? And then they'll have this long, long Q and A with them. This Q and A format is what the, is what's too killing much. me. It's like just have them write a fucking article. My God. Well, they're probably too lazy to like actually write an article, and then Goop is probably too lazy. Like, it's obviously the easiest thing to do is a Q and A and just like transcribe it. Yeah, so I think that's why. Well, that's the format that they do for like yeah, everything. for all these people. And it's just so annoying. And, and it's like, just could, you, they could just condense it and turn it into an article. And all of them basically come down to stop what you're doing, breathe, relax, like visualize something. Visualize some like, weird thing. admit your anger or like do it, whatever. Like admit that uh, you feel a certain way, someone else feels another way. And then just like go through it and, and don't take things personally. They That's, all have this like vaguely Buddhist, like pseudo-spiritual bent to them where you're like imagining like... Things happening inside your heart and being yeah. connected and this and that. Light coming out of your forehead. Light coming and... wherever and go, doing whatever. And it's <sighs> just, it's like, it, and it always takes them until like, 
three quarters of the way through the article to or the Q&A or whatever it is to start talking about like their spiritual beliefs, which are always kind of out there. Yeah, but then they do. And then if you go to their website, the two, it, it literally looks like a cult website. It's, it's all... A, it, there's no way it's not a cult. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, what did you even have a best? What was your best? My best was the New Yorker article that they linked to about Barry oh, okay. and Phil. So like... Real journalism with a real writer. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be honest. I barely read that. Yeah. But hey. they were like, just so... You, I, and I feel like it was just like a defensive thing where they were like, I can't even remember. It was like 10 years ago, The New Yorker wrote this article about Barry and Was Phil. The New Yorker complimentary to them? Or was it like a Dr. Oz like expose? It was like a little bit... Um, it was more like a society thing. Like, oh. oh, like all these celebrities are doing this crazy thing. It was kind of like that. Do you think Gwyneth read that article and then got into them through that article? No, I think that Gwyneth like knew about them. And like part of her thing is like she like makes the, she like puts that shit in her newsletter. Yeah, okay. Like I, I don't think she, I think Gwyneth would have at least been in the know enough to about like, because it was yeah. like screenwriters and stuff. And it's like oh, Gwyneth yeah. knows about that. And also like Sharon Stone was talking about them and oh, man. making fun of them. God, I wish Sharon bit. Stone had a goop. I would read that. Like her what, recommendation. Her she's just like old and sexy and, and like she forgave Madonna for insulting her. What did Madonna say? Oh, but they like published Madonna's diaries or something. And she just said like Sharon Stone was mediocre. And why does she have the acting career that I want? This because was from the she's 90s. like a way she's better like actress, actress and way more talented. Yeah. Yeah. And like also like, I'm sorry to be a monster, but way more beautiful. Sure. I know uh, that's a horrible thing to say. But like, yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, so you read a little bit of the New York. So I read part of it. I skimmed it. And I just liked when Sharon Stone was like shit talking it and she's great um i just like that it linked to like an actual it kind of had a feel of like who's that guy that i love from vanity fair who wrote about oj jeffrey tubin no (laughs) no he's from vanity fair oh graydon carter no he wrote that he writes those like crazy like um non-fiction books but he like he's a fictional character so it's like uh dominic dominic dunn yeah yeah um, it kind of had that vibe where like, okay. it'll be like, oh, like this famous person said this and that famous person said that. Yes. It had a very Vanity Fair feel to it, but it still was like dense, like a New Yorker I, article. I like when the New Yorker goes a little lower and does like a society it, Vanity That's kind of what yeah. it is, but it was very long. Anyway, that was by far the best thing that I also didn't I mean, yeah, it. Goop cannot compete with the New Yorker. Oh, no, even, uh, no. Well, my best... I had to like travel to the Goop website because it was not because sure. I I just could not do any Barry and Phil that was the best. So there was an article about like quote unquote healthy snacks that your kids will eat if you make them. Oh, those are fun. Um, so this one was called Jumbo Banana Muffins. Uh huh. And I guess this should be more of like a craziest than a best, but okay. So these Jumbo Banana Muffins supposedly are healthy, and yet they're made with a hundred percent almond flour or almond meal, and then a shit ton of like coconut oil and then they're called jumbo banana muffins so you're supposed to buy a whole separate jumbo muffin tin and so each recipe only makes six of them instead of the normal 12 so i really think that these muffins probably have like 12 to 1500 calories in each of them do you like cut them no you're supposed to eat a whole one i don't get it it's like it's just a giant pile of almond meal with coconut oil and then like bananas and eggs and maple syrup it just seemed very I mean, I guess it's like low carb, but other than that, it seemed very 
weird and calorie dense for goop and for it sounds good and for, it does sound really good oh and then you and then the middle is just mashed it's like almond butter in the middle so it's like a i guess like a hostess cupcake of just almond meal and then in the middle is just like a gooey almond butter thing that sounds really with good with bananas and then like maple syrup and cinnamon it sounds really good but it sounds like intense yeah uh it but i'm sound good for you i'm pro muffin Oh, me too. I'm. I love a muffin. When we were kids, muffins were considered health food. I know. And you get a big one, and you just like snack on it all day. A muffin was like a healthy snack, yeah. or like a healthy breakfast. Yeah. It was like not. It's not a cupcake. No, it's a muffin. Oh. It's like bagels were healthy too. I know the bagels were healthy in the nineties. Yeah. And pasta. Yep. Oh yeah, pasta and just like giant bags of popcorn. Yeah. Well, giant bags of popcorn are still. Healthy. I guess they're still healthy. I just remember Susan Powder like. Uh, opening up a giant bag of popcorn and like screaming at you to eat it. Who's Susan Powder? She was the health guru in the 90s that was very like low fat, high carb. And Those her, people are still out there. Her thing is, was way. called Stop the Insanity. Okay. And she would, she had, she was sort of like dykey in like a cool 90s way. It had like um, uh, spiked blonde, like platinum blonde hair and like a lot of lipstick. And her, this was obviously before YouTube, but I guess she had like some videos where she would just like go through um, like a grocery store with a cart and just like scream about if things were like like would stop the insanity or they would contribute to the insanity. But how do you know? Uh, what, what do you mean insanity? It, I think for her insanity is like fat. I so think. it was she was just like eat a shit ton of pasta and uh and like and and like popcorn um and I guess like chicken breasts or whatever. But you were like eggs were verboten. You were not supposed to have like anything with fat in it. Huh. I mean, that that's still a thing. I know a lot of people who that, do that. Really? Yeah, but a lot of it now, they're like vegan and gluten-free or something. Oh, so like yeah. they'll be like high fat. But this, this one no, is... No, high carb, low fat. Yeah. And so they'll just eat a lot of like potatoes and avocado oh, yeah, she was and big shit into, like that. But I think she would not even do avocado or like oil, any added any oil. oil. They she would do like the spray sometimes. oil, but like olive oil for her was like bad because she would, I mean, she would scream about it. And it's true, olive oil has like, whatever, 120 calories per tablespoon or something. So it's a, you know, different world that we're living in. I love olive oil. Me too. I, olive oil, I put olive oil on everything. Uh, Yeah, it's my go-to for sure. Um, I like it better than coconut oil. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, What was your worst? The whole thing. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I just said the whole thing. I don't know what to say. You <laughs> there's give me a, really not much else to say. A newsletter that's nothing but Barry and Phil. I mean, I can't pick anything out of this. It was hard. Uh, I mean, you guys go on goop.com and just look. It's literally six articles with these fucking old assholes. Uh, my, I, I picked specifically the thing. Oh, it's called Battling Part X. And stopping yeah, the self-sabotage. That was the thing that Sharon Stone was making fun of in the New Yorker. Oh, really? Though. Yeah, she was like, I love my part X. I'm not getting rid of my part X. Yeah, so part X, I guess, is just like your demons generically. Yeah. Um, they are asked, why did you decide to call it part X? And their answer was, I called it part X for two reasons. First, it's X. Out, it X's out your potential. Okay. Second, it's only part of you. So it's part X. So it's just everything from like, your insecurities, your anger, like every bad quality that a person would have, they just call it part X. It's one of the most insane things I've ever heard. I mean, when you start breaking down the word that you're using where like it makes sense, 
that it's part at like the word well, part i understand <laughs> like they're like we call it part because it's only a part it's only part it's of like, you an x is like bad i guess and x is like it no, doesn't is, mean anything it's just a letter yeah uh but yeah they literally they throw everything into part x so there was one example where i guess a mother was not strict enough with her kids and then her daughter ends up like stealing money from her or something and her son turns out to be like a video game addict Mm -hmm. so that's part x on her part or for the kids i think everyone i mean what about when they're stealing and doing video games yeah i think like the kids have part x she has part x do you think Um, my part x is that like i slept until one yesterday and then until 11 today i mean that's part of your part x we all have part x's Uh, and then and then they like moralize at the end of the article. They say, Part X isn't just interested in sabotaging you as an individual. It's trying to bring down our whole society. Bring down your own society. We've become a self-indulgent, victimized, lazy society, prone to giving up as soon as we don't get the results that we want. I don't want Barry and Phil talking to me about this stuff. No, they're like 70 and they're just getting famous now. And they're just these weird, like, I don't know. They're just like these like old men who want to tell you about how fucked up you are. Yeah. I... I mean, and yeah, one of them's like Jewish and one of them's is like goyish. And they might be a couple guys. I don't know. We don't know. They're very weird. It's a very weird relationship. What are they? They're partners. And what, who, what psychiatrists work in tandem? What is this? Or work together? It's weird. I do think it's a Grace and Frankie situation where they work together their whole career so they can fuck on the DL. Because that's the plot of Grace and Frankie was those two were law but partners. But they're lawyers. I mean, lawyers. Yeah, that makes sense. They, they have partners. There's no psychiatrist partners. I do not know. I mean, maybe you share an office, but they're not doing stuff together. Yeah, when you go and make an appointment with... Do you make an appointment with both of them? They're both sitting there? I think you make an appointment with one of them. Would you do Barry or Phil if you had to make an appointment I with one of them? I guess I would do the Jewish Me one. Me too. I would I feel mean, more comfortable with him. I, I, I hate talking to people who aren't Jewish. And like... <laughs> especially if they're like a psychiatrist or something yeah oh, can you imagine going to like a goyish a gentle, psychiatrist a gentile. i call them a gentle a gentle <laughs> just oh those blinding God. white teeth and like episcopalian yeah, confidence i, I couldn't deal one. with it i never had one no 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 um all right what was your craziest all of it too <laughs> yeah my craziest was that it was called hammer time wait i didn't even see that's that. the subject of the newsletter Oh, you're right. Hammer time. What the fuck is that about? Because I guess hammer's a tool. Okay. Now I get it. Now I get it. I it's was a like, thinker. It was a thinker. I didn't get it at all. But then again, I haven't eaten anything in two Right. Days. I can't believe that you're, you're like still on your fast. I know. Have an Egg McMuffin or something. No, I know. As soon as we're done, I'm going to go and eat oh some. Oh my God. I would be... If I hadn't eaten anything yet today... I would not be here. I'd be dead in the gutter. Well, just because I slept so long this morning, I didn't have time. <laughs> I was so proud of myself when I got up this morning. Just I like to me, I have whatever the opposite of body dysmorphia disorder is. Yeah. Is like if I, I don't eat for a, like a few hours, to me, if I look in the mirror, I look so hot and skinny. I know. I'm like that too. I'm like, oh my God, I did it. Like yeah. last night I was like looking at my stomach in the mirror and I was like, it's so flat. It's I know, not. Too. I was so stupid. Um, but I uh yeah, I don't know. I was like dreaming last night. I was like going to sleep because I bought a big tub of those, um, those uh, Trader Joe's uh, dress circle chocolate chip cookies. The little oh, those ones are the ones, yeah, from the nineties. They're so good, and I was like, I can eat as many as I want. Tomorrow. <laughs> no. I was like so excited. <laughs> I kind of yeah. I was like, oh my god, my cheeks are defined. I look amazing. Like I was ready to like get new headshots and like do it. Do it yeah, you got a haircut. <laughs> got a haircut. Yeah, I do like it because you feel very like. Um, 
dainty and you're like i'm just having a little something yeah and then like when you're hungry you feel a little faint and you're like oh that's a good feeling to like, yeah, like, just, like pass out in the middle of the day i know it's like i feel ill and i'm torturing my body <laughs> this is good um oh so my craziest was just their videos there was oh, yeah, so there was, was one that weird. was like they were all q a's but there was one that i guess was taped at the goop wellness um seminar and um there was a lot of weird stuff in these videos. So it was, again, the same shit. They're talking about Part X. They're talking about their tools. But just seeing these men interact with each other, go on Goop, look at them. There are two 75-year-old men. One of them is Jewish. One of them is not. Uh, the non-Jewish one has his arm around the Jewish one for most of He's it, which is very weird. He's got his arm up on the sofa, which I always think is, like, a very sexy move. Oh, just to, like, have your arm up on the sofa. But not around the person but just like over i love that he so he seemed because he was also angling towards the jewish one yeah he seemed very sexually into the jewish one and then the jewish guy was like staring straight ahead and seemed uncomfortable something is wrong with the jewish one he needs tools he needs like a real tool i mean a a very stereotypical like neurotic the act the perfect psychiatrist like woody allen upper west side accent he was like completely still staring straight ahead and like it's like when he spoke it's like only his lips were moving and like like, nothing else people have coffee or red bull those yeah, are not he tools. Did. Yeah, he was like, you, the only way we know to... <laughs> to have energy is drugs or Red Bull or coffee. Coffee. <laughs> oh, my God. Was that Barry or Phil? That was Phil. Phil. Bear, yeah. Um, well, maybe first... he's just uncomfortable on camera. No, he's uncomfortable all the time. Yeah, that probably. guy's fucked up. And I love how the non-Jewish one was like, I don't... I'm not neurotic at all. I don't have any neuroses. It's like, okay, we get it. We get it. You're Christian. Jesus died for your sins. Fuck cool. You. Oh, sorry. I mean... Was that rude? No, whatever. They can deal with it, Christians. Okay. Ugh. Um, what? I mean, would you try anything? What would you do? Yeah, because I, I clicked through. So oh, I yeah. got into the Ask Gene. There was an Ask Gene, oh, which yeah. was like an old vitamin C thing that we've read before. But then like, I don't know, somehow I got into like a K-hole on Goop and I found this um thing called Bombyard Beauty brush bath or something and it's like a tea bag for your bath okay which i've done before from goop they had this other one from house of intuition where you like make a tea bag and you put it in your bathtub oh yeah i got that for my mom for christmas yeah Yeah. i got that for myself (laughs) for christmas and i like put it in and it didn't really work that well Mm. but i'm still really into the idea of a tea bag in your bath yeah so i would just try this new one that sounds, I mean, it's just like herbs, except instead of drinking it, you put it in your bath. Yeah, and it bag. comes in a box. And I think maybe like if it's pre-made, like I think making my own tea bag was weird. Yeah. And then once you do it once, it's like, I don't know what to do with the tea bag. Like, I think I just threw it out. Are you supposed to use it more than once? Or? Well, I mean, yeah, like you have more tea in there than you have bags. Oh, that is like, weird. Like you have one bag and a big a packet of, of the stuff. So yeah. I don't know what you're supposed to do with it. Weird. So I would try another, I would try that again. Uh, with this other, this other brand. Yeah. Um, so I would try, there was one thing, I don't know if I actually would try it, but from Barry and Phil. So one of their tools is called the Black Sun. Scary as hell. And it's supposedly, it's to delay gratification. No. And I think this might be good on my fast days to use this tool. It's supposed to be for like anything from addiction to like drugs or alcohol, or they said shopping or spending, I mean, food, all literally all of the above. Yeah. yeah. Um, or anger even. Mm-hmm. So it's a visualization exercise. So it's called the black sun. Uh, step one, deprivation. <gasps> so you hold back your rage and feel deprived 
really feel deprived of the gratification you desire, then let go of the desire for gratification altogether. And as you do, let the outside world disappear. I don't understand. Not really. I don't get it either. Step two, look inside yourself. The sense of deprivation has now become an endless void. (laughs) Face this void calmly. So it's like, you're just going for it. You're like, fuck, I want this cupcake. I want this beer. I want this line of Coke, whatever. But I'm just going to delay it and just face the void. And then number three, from the depths, it's called fullness. From the depths of the void, imagine a black sun ascending and expanding inside until you become one with its warm, limitless energy. I don't understand. And then step four, giving. Look out to the outside world once more. I guess you are the black sun at this point. I don't really know. The black sun energy will overflow, surging out of you. As it enters the world, it becomes a pure white light of infinite giving. And then I guess you're not hungry anymore is the end of the story. But So then you don't eat the cupcake. Then I guess, well, I guess that's the point of it is you're not supposed to eat the cupcake. You just put water on it or open a salt shaker and dump that on top. Oh, that's a good one. That's easier than the black sun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Or just like add uh, some like Clorox bleach powder to the cocaine so you don't smell it because you'll 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 die. die. (laughs) Yeah. There's other tools. There are other tools. We all have our tools. Mm -hmm. Uh, what would you buy? Okay, I had two. And one of them is another one that I didn't even read. So I had, again, when I clicked through, there was this thing called the Coat Nail Polish. So they have like a, a healthy nail polish line that they're selling. And I never buy nail polish because I get my nails done all the time. And I just like, it's just not something I'm interested in buying. And I'm not good at doing my own nails. Yeah. And I would never do my own nails. But I'm thinking about starting to do my own toenails. Mm-hmm. And because it's like, it doesn't really matter. I could do it. I never, I get regular nail Yeah, eight-year-old polish. girls do their own nails. Well, not very well. <laughs> um, like, I, because like my fingernails, I have like a whole fucking thing that gets done that I couldn't do by myself. But like for my toes, it's just regular nail polish. I could do it and I would save like a ton of money. Yeah. So I'm thinking about it. I don't know. And how often do you wear open toe? Like, how often do people see your toes out in? Well, public? I've been wearing a lot. I've been wearing those Birkenstocks all summer. Oh, yeah. But even, I just like to have it for me. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Um, but I don't know. I'm just like, why not just start doing my own toes? Yeah, get a get a thing of nail polish. Do your own toes. And just, and see, just relax just, about it. But then also I have, um, there's this like photo pigment satin lip cream that looked like a really good like lip, lipstick thing. All right. Because I, I don't know why. And I just, the only reason is because in the, it's named like satin pigment cream. And I'm like, that sounds like it's great. I don't know anything satin else Satin is it. the color or the? Satin the, I think is like referring to the texture or something. Oh, okay. And then a lip cream, is that different than a lipstick or? I mean, it's, no, it's like a lipstick. It's just like, I mean, it's in a lipstick too. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, I bet that is real. I bet that goes on really well. I want it. Is that, did you click through from the Apple Paltrow? Uh, no, I thing? didn't get, I still have not received oh, the that, Apple Paltrow the... thing. That's from, that was in the newsletter. That was, um, oh, okay. there's like a little, you know, cause they have to sell something. Yeah. So it was. It's a Juice Beauty thing, okay. 24 bucks for like just a little lipstick. I put on my Juice Beauty sunscreen this morning. I really oh. like it. It's great. Yeah. Uh, 
What I would buy is, he's had it for a few months, but I haven't read it yet, is Stephen Gundry, our favorite cardiologist turned lecithin doctor, has a new book that finally came out in April, but I haven't read it yet, called The Plant Paradox. The Hidden oh. Dangers in Healthy Foods That Cause Disease and Weight Gain. Oh, that was in the Goop uh, The book club. club. Yeah, so at the very bottom of the newsletter, they had like a Goop book club link, which has, I mean, all, all of our favorites, uh, Gundry, Younger, the astrologist, weird vegan chefs, they're all there. Um, but I read his first book, or I skimmed his first book, and it's crazy, but I don't know. For for me, like he's a little bit less crazy than some of these other doctors. I Do sort you, of believe what he says. No, he's full of shit, for <laughs> sure. You know what else I think that we didn't talk about last time is like the fact that he's a cardiologist who then decided he was obsessed with yeah. eggplant is like that makes him less credible. Oh, absolutely. Because he definitely didn't study anything like, like this in school. I bet you he got kicked out of like the cardiologist association for doing like bootleg heart surgeries and had to switch careers. Because sure. then he said he like randomly moved to Palm Springs when he was in middle age. Yeah. And like started doing these nightshade and things. Palm Springs is supposed to have like the worst health care. Oh, yeah, it's in the middle of the desert. They always say, like, if you get sick in Palm Springs, like, go to LA. <laughs> you might as well just die. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I still read what he has to say. Oh, and the funniest thing on the cover of the book, the blurb, like, for, like, this guy's a great doctor, is by um, Alexander Younger. <laughs> so it's literally by the other goop doctor. That, yeah. They just are, like, building they, each other up. Yeah. Um, so, hey, I take it with a grain of grain of salt, but anyone who tells me that quinoa is bad for me, I'll buy it. But he doesn't say anything is, like, not bad for you. No, it's basically just low carbs. It's just, like... It's low carbs. And just, no tomatoes. Yeah, definitely no tomatoes. Your beloved tomatoes. Um, your beloved tomatoes. <laughs> oh, God. I would kill to have him and that gynecologist just duke it out. Duke it out. Yeah. On, uh, yeah, why not? Well, guys, if you want to do this fasting diet with us, it's every Monday and Thursday. We'll every be doing Monday it. Every Monday and Thursday, we'll be fasting. I feel like this seems bad, like we're talking about fasting. It's a real diet. We're just trying it. Don't do anything. And it's not really fasting. You're still eating like two meals a day. Yeah, and it's like, I mean, look, it's like, we're just doing it. We're not telling you to do yeah, it. Yeah, consult your doctor. And like, we're we not didn't advocating. consult our doctors. No, but we're not like advocating that you like don't eat or anything. No, absolutely I mean, not. You should, you should eat. Eat food. Eat, what is it called? Eat real food, mostly plants. Pollen? Yeah, not no, too much. One. Yeah, pollen. Guy? It was Michael Pollen, right? Oh, or I thought it was the guy. No, yeah, I think it was him. Who? Bar- I thought Mark Bittman. Oh, oh no, yeah. No, I, I was one of them. I get confused between the two of them. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, if you like the podcast, rate us on Apple Podcasts, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. And um, well, good night, my beloved tomatoes. Bye, beloved tomatoes. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.